Good morning. It is Friday, March 12th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. It is Friday, and my friends, it has been a long week in the Word of God, hasn't it? We have looked at some really difficult passages, ones that have required a lot of us as readers, and they've really prompted a response. As we look at our passage today, let's begin preparing our hearts for the Lord's Day, thinking through how we can best arrive at the Lord's Day with hearts and minds ready to worship our God and rest in Him. Let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we will dive right into it. This is Mark chapter 7, verses 31 through 37. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, in the region of the Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment, and they begged him to lay his hand on them. And taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his fingers into his ears, and after spitting, touched his tongue. And looking up to heven, he sighed and said to him, Ephephtha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. And Jesus charged them to tell no one. But the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear, and the mute speak. Let's pray together. Lord, it is a good morning. All of us have woken up, and Father, there is nothing like a new day. Oh, show us in your word today what our souls need, and God, be our constant companion today. Amen. Speaking as the person who has been writing these devotions, it kind of is nice to finish out the week with a generally easier passage, probably the easiest one we've had this week. We've had passages that were theologically dense and ones that had devastatingly bad news in a book that is supposed to be about good news. And all of that, our passage today is a nice change of pace. Mark knows we might need it. Jesus' stay in Tyre and Sidon was short-lived. He's already traveling back through the Decapolis again. Now, remember, I told you all something was significant geologically about the Decapolis. We'll dive into that on Monday, but if you need a refresher about what happened the last time Jesus was in the Decapolis, go back and listen to episode 238. But he has come through the Decapolis again, and we see what appears to be another run-of-the-mill healing. At this point, we kind of know the routine, don't we? Word spreads through the Decapolis that Jesus is there. They bring him a deaf man who can't speak and has begged him to heal him. Jesus follows through, and the man is healed, and then he tells them to tell no one. But they do anyways. We have seen this multiple times in this gospel, haven't we? Mark is really driving home this point that Jesus meets the needs of the people, that Jesus is capable of miraculous things, but the people still don't understand him yet. This passage shows us again the frustration that Jesus must feel in his ministry. They just don't understand. After he heals him, they go about saying, He has done wondrous things. He can heal even the deaf. But this is not the gospel that Jesus came to preach and teach. In fact, after he dies, the healings become very secondary 
to what Jesus has done for us. These people just don't understand. They don't understand and they don't obey him. Jesus says two things in this passage. First, he commands the ears and the tongue of the man that are deaf and dumb to be opened, and the ears and the tongue obey him. Then he tells the crowd not to tell anyone what they have seen, but they do not obey. In fact, it says the more emphatic Jesus was, the more zealous the crowd became in their disobedience. It's a distinct parallel that Mark is drawing in this passage, and it fits right in what we have just seen displayed for us in the healing of the Syrophoenician woman's daughter and the encounter with the Pharisees in the argument over traditions and laws. The hearts of men are wired to be disobedient, wired to rebel. The Lord, whom the Syrophoenician woman was happy to eat the crumbs from his table, commands the deaf ears and the mute tongue to unbind and open, and they obey. But the hearts of men are far from him, and the more he asks for their obedience, the more zealous they get in their disobedience. Mark is leading us into chapter 8, where everything will change for us. As we go today and we go into our weekend, let's meditate on the parallel that Mark is drawing for us in this passage and use it to put us in the right posture for worship this Lord's Day. Let me close this in prayer. Our God and our Father, it feels good to come to Friday. We know that there's a sense of relief and rest that just comes with the weekend. But, oh God, let the climax of our weekend, the pinnacle of rest, be fellowship with one another. In the house of the Lord, worshiping and hearing the word preached, singing hymns of praise and adoration to our great God. Lord, we don't sing about your miracles, though they are great. God, we sing about what you did at the cross. We sing about what the Syrophoenician woman understood, that just to lap up the crumbs at your table is all we need. We just want to be by you, be in your presence, Oh God, our desire is just to be near you, and yet you have done so much more for us. You haven't just brought us near. You have brought us into your family, adopted us as sons and daughters. You call us to your feet to teach us by your word. You've given us your spirit to help us get through the day, get through our lives, get through hard times, praise you in the good times. Oh God, you are so near and close to us. You've given us much more than crumbs. You have broken your body for us. And now we remember you by eating of bread. Oh God, what a metaphor for what you've done for us. God, as we meditate on this passage this Friday and we go into our weekend, Lord, help us to prepare our hearts and our lives for the Lord's day. That is our prayer. We thank you, God. In your son's name we pray. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with you all. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Monday.